0: All right, I let that one play out because it's it.
1: It's over. No, it's not.
0: It's ever. over, baby. It's not over. <laughs> this is the uh, Danny and James podcast. This is Danny here, uh, Air Force vet. We got uh, James. Yes. Yes. Yep. We got a. Uh, we got Jason, the producer, or oh, Wet Fingers. He's back there helping us out. We also got a special guest in today, old Dave F. And Ulch. That's what I like to call him, Dave oh, yeah. F. And Ulch. Oh yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, another, another. Marine. Superfire.
2: Superfire. Another one. I, I I'm
0: of getting all these Marines in
1: here. <laughs> How do you think I felt after, you know, Air Force? What we had one. You had Leo's. That's it. Um, the other guy? No, he was Marine. No, 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 no. Dave, Marine. No. no. Who? Um
0: Marine. No. Navy. The Navy guy. Mm, See? Was Air Force. Yeah, and then we got all these Marines in the Marines. <laughs> I think I know more Marines than Air Force. Jesus. What's up with that? <laughs>
1: Well, you're around good company then. Oh. It's true.
0: Makes me the smartest guy in the room.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I have never eaten any crayons.
0: No, no crayons. We were going to bring some up for for Dave.
2: Maybe, maybe. <laughs> it's a new color. I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: now, um, I met Dave a few years back. Um, I was working out at the gym, trying to get in shape. And there was this uh, sign on, on the wall was, uh, join, if you ever want to join the Lakeland Lancers Rugby Club. I'm like, really? Lakeland Lancers. I'm 47. Let me try. Let me try this rugby thing. <laughs> so I, I called it on there, and they said, "Well, we have practices in Lakeland um, twice a week, Tuesday and Thursday. Come on up. Just bring your cleats. Perfect." I was like, "Well, I'm just going to do it. Screw it. I'm, I'm going to try something new. Jump in and, and and never played rugby before. 47. Why not? Why the hell not? Right? <laughs> 47. Why not? Why I'm not? Seven years old. I'm like Jesus. <laughs> so. The first, what Dave. Uh, Dave, you were up there for those practices. Mm-hmm. Um, how long you been playing rugby, Dave?
2: Uh, actually, when I uh, last few months when I was in the Marine Corps at Lejeune, started playing on their team for uh, well, at least for a couple practices, right. and then when I asked, got out um, and uh, uh, moved down to Florida here, and that's where we had joined on the Tampa team there. So now it's been.
0: Thirteen years. Thirteen years. Thirteen years We play rugby. Yeah, thirteen. Now, I, I want to step back. We always like to find out, okay, Um. I know I jumped right into the rugby thing. We can get back to it. But um, wh- what years were you in and what was like your MOS? For the-
2: I was in the Marine Corps from 2004 to 2008. I was 03-11. Basically, basically infantryman in the Marine Corps.
0: There you go. Oh, yeah. And, and that's another thing we talked about. How, how does something like an infantryman translate
2: into getting a job outside in, 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 in the U.S.? In As a Uh, civilian. I mean, how, how tough was that? When when I got out? Yeah. uh, Well, realistically with infantrymen, the only time, the only thing that you can really get into is like a police officer or firefighter. Mm. Yep. Or, or if you're trying to do private security or something like that, that's pretty much all, that's pretty much all you can get, get into. Uh, But before I went to the Marine Corps, I actually went to college for about a year and a half, two years. Okay. Uh, to be a teacher. I've been wanting to be a teacher since fifth grade. Really? Uh, so. That's interesting. I, yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. interesting. Yeah. My, my dad was in the Marine Corps for almost 20 years, too. So wow. I was kind of like that military brat, so to speak. Right. Um, and uh, so I was raised around it. I knew what it was about and everything. But yeah. it wasn't on my radar. Okay. Even in high school.
0: Being a, being a teacher. You know. No,
2: no, no. Being a teacher, I want to be a teacher. But oh, going being to the a Marine Yeah. Going okay. to the Marine Corps. I mean, Military was always an option, but it wasn't really my thought right. when I was in school. Okay. So so when I got out, my whole mindset was go to college um, uh, because September 11th was my senior year. So that kind of wow. sidetracked it a little bit Eesh. where I still was focused to go to college, to be mm-hmm. a teacher. But then uh, September 11th had that that in the back of my mind Yeah, where right. it's like, okay. And yeah. then I remember back in... Uh, I think it was 2003 when um uh I was walking into the quad area of uh the school I was at and on the big screen tv you saw uh Saddam Hussein's statue coming down yeah I remember standing there like right, yeah I remember that. what the fuck am I doing yeah like you're seeing that and I felt like I wasn't doing much at school I was just going to classes some classes I do well in some classes I'm like I'd fail this ain't for me yeah and I, and I was like okay and uh not too long after that, I went to the recruiter's office and told him, well, I first went to my dad because my dad was a recruiter. so <laughs> yeah. he he? Gave oh, me he? Yeah. He was a recruiter while I was in the Marine Corps. Cool. He first started off as a cook. Did um, he? Yeah. yeah. he was stationed in, um, well, several places. And uh, I was born in Portsmouth, Virginia, where he was uh-huh. stationed there. Then he, uh, in um, uh, Pendleton, out in Cali. Okay. And then he, uh, Kanahui Bay, Marine Corps base out in Hawaii for five years, nice. two times tours so he was over there. Yeah, he had to re up on that Hawaii tour. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the first time, on that. first time we were there for three years. Yeah. And then he had a recruiting duty out in uh outside Chicago, Elgin, mm-hmm. uh, Palatine area. Okay. And then got re-stationed back in um in Hawaii for another two years. Wonderful. So we lived there for a total of five in Hawaii. So you live in Hawaii? Yeah, five years. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, That's beautiful out there. You haven't been? I James? had orders to
0: go there.
1: <laughs> yeah. But they somehow, I'm doing the air quotes, right? Yeah, Found out I was married. But, you know, you had to put all that in to get, yeah. com- you know, comrades oh, yeah. and all the that. The so dream sheet. I don't you know got all those they, benefits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, because I was a PFC, I didn't make enough money. So, oh, I switched yeah. orders with another guy, and that's how I got that it. That place is not cheap. No, it's not.
2: It is not cheap at all out there. Yeah. No, I,
1: I visit out there. It's nice, though.
2: Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. It was, a, it was a good lifestyle there on base and everything. I remember everything yeah. about it, even though I was younger. Yeah. But wow. uh wow. But it was a good experience just as a kid. Yeah. Um uh and then when my dad uh he was actually medically discharged. Okay. Uh prior to, I think he was in his seventeenth year, like 17 and a half, and he was medically discharged. Mm. Um uh and so he then we got out and we moved back home because my family's originally from Detroit. Uh and <laughs> I'm the only one that's never I was never even I've never even you, been there you, before you, that. So you
0: were from <laughs> Detroit but never been there?
2: Well, I visit family, but you, never. Yeah. yeah. My sister was born there. My and parents were born there. I was the only one that was born outside of it, so I didn't know. And you claim
0: Detroit as your home? Yep. Exactly. Oh, good for you. Family's from there, so. I'm sorry.
2: Heritage is from there, so might as well, man. And I've been to Detroit
0: <laughs> once, and I was like, I'll never go back to this place. Why is
2: that? <laughs> real huh?
1: quick. Why is that real quick?
0: The
2: Why would was...
1: you never go back?
0: Uh, when we, we pulled into town, we were st- we were at a stoplight, and this old-timer was walking across the street, and he was halfway across the street. And he turned to his, I guess it was his wife, because right. she was just hanging out. And she, loud as he could, let's go, bitch. Or, and I'm like, holy crap. I mean, I'm sitting in the car with the windows rolling. I could hear this, right? And they start walking, and he's, I'm coming, motherfucker. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like where the Damn. hell are we? <laughs> Shit all tore up. And I'm like, oh my God, this place is a pit. But I was able to go to the old Tiger Stadium. Oh, nice. And that place was great. It's like the old, old, old it's like Fenway. Yeah. yeah, that was nice. Definitely. That, Dave, you said you've been, right?
2: Yeah, I went there. God, I probably went there about like ten games. My dad took me to, and that that yeah, was on that stadium was built in like 1910, 1912, yeah. I think it was. And Great memories. It was the upper deck would be over the lower deck. So if <laughs> guy hit a home run in the upper deck, it. I mean, it wouldn't even, it would be still be a fair ball yeah. but because the upper deck was overhand. And then, yeah. like, you could buy a ticket, and your ticket would be right behind a pillar. Obstructed view, cheaper seat. Obstructed view. <laughs> it's almost like Fenway. It's like Fenway. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you got to look around. And, you know and I'm mean? not getting off topic,
1: but yeah. how you feel about Detroit, Yeah, how I feel about New Orleans. Really? Yes.
0: Now, the only <laughs> thing about New Orleans is, like, you, you go on Bourbon Street, and you're like, God, it smells like piss on the street. And then you go one street over, <laughs> was it French? Something. French Street. And it's like,
3: well, oh, it's not that bad.
0: But bourbon is just... Uh, Dave, you ever been to New Orleans? No. Yeah, Bourbon Street's awful. Yeah, I, I, work to go, I need to go. It's yeah. a good time, but it's, it's... I need to go. Yeah. We, yeah. We, man, we got shit-faced there. We, we went to one bar called uh, Preservation Hall. And if you ever go to New Orleans, you got to go to this place. It's a smaller place, and they got like a stage, like, uh, like two, two tiers on the stage, enough to fit like five guys. And it was just like, all, they were all playing the horn, and one guy was playing, you, you know... And it was great. It was all blues music. And we just sat at the corner listening to blues and
1: drinking mint juleps. Well, I, <laughs> I, I didn't experience that. I worked no. there for about three months. Yeah. Yeah, just digitally. working in and around. Yeah. Chill. I'll go
2: one day. One day I'll you go. You need to go. Well, you went to Detroit in the 90s. That was bad. I went to Detroit in the 90s. <laughs> it's a bit yeah, different that, now. That was rough. It's a bit different now. Yeah. Yeah. Little Eminem action. <laughs> Eight <laughs> mile. Eight <laughs> mile. Exactly. Mom's spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> so.
0: So you you were two thousand four you went in yeah
2: two thousand four I went in yeah. and I was in until two thousand eight as an infantry marine uh went to boot camp there it was May late May uh, first went to Paris Island as far was that was a Paris Island Marine yeah um uh well that was an experience I mean yeah. I thought I thought I was set for it right um, physically it wasn't demanding right because before that I was. Yeah, I was a college student, but at the same time, I was coaching wrestling, track. I uh, was helping my dad coach the cross country team and everything. Jeez. So I was in pretty good shape before going there. So I had so no you problem. You weren't a
0: chubby guy like, like I was. No, no, You I was just ripped abs.
2: I was I was running upper low 17, three miles. Jesus, man, like, it was man. it was yeah, it was. Be I mean, kidding me? But the funny part is when I went there, it's three months long, obviously, and before I went in, we'd ha- I'd, I'd like, just snack. I wouldn't have like full meals, right? But when you go to go to boot camp, you have three meals. Yeah, breakfast, lunch. Uh, you have you have you eat breakfast chow, afternoon chow. Yeah, and then eating you eat. chow there. And since I was uh, the way our platoon was set up, obviously it's tallest to shortest. Right, and I was one of the taller ones, so I got in first. Mm-hmm. And I would just load the shit out of my tray with <laughs> really with tons <laughs> of bread, uh, peanut butter, and whatever else I could grab as we went through there. And within three months, I gained 50 pounds. Holy crap. I weighed 170 when I went in and I left at 220. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> My God, I
0: lost a ton of weight going I lost there. weight. Yeah, no, I was yeah. one of them road guards. <laughs> run! Get
2: the fat guy out there running. <laughs> well, we didn't do as much running either because I was used to. Oh, we were Air Force. Was...
0: We didn't do much running
1: either. <laughs> well, well okay, yeah, because
2: y'all had to run on treadmills. <laughs> no,
1: we didn't do treadmills. Fucking treadmills. <laughs> no, it was no damn treadmills. <laughs>
2: I was used to running like every day. So then when we went to boot camp, we'd, we'd run long distance, yeah. maybe once, twice a week. So my metabolism definitely slowed down a bit. Did it? it yeah, yeah. Big time. So like you said, a lot but of, I gained a lot of muscle. So yeah. when I came back, everybody was like, what the fuck? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Something you changed. <laughs> yeah. 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 Everybody
0: but, changes. Mm-hmm. You know, when you come back that first time, you, know, you, you lost a lot, like, like I did, or you kind of gained it yeah. and you're hanging out with your buddies from high school and you're like, what happened to this kid? This kid, you know what I mean? It really changes you. It, you know, it turns you into a man, right? Mm-hmm. And and you go, you hang out with your buddies, and you're like,
1: dude, you need to fucking grow up.
0: Mm-hmm. It, you know what I mean? It, it really, it, it does change
1: you. Yes, it does. Yeah. yeah. What what battalion were you? We first 15? Battalion, Alpha right. Company, First Platoon. Oh, you was over there by a the parade deck.
2: Yeah, we were right next to it. Well, I was
1: at a range. Oh, you were <laughs> on the other side over there. Oh, yeah, wow. it was 3rd Battalion, <laughs> India Company. <laughs> You Got a little humper there. Yeah,
2: <laughs> we our uh, uh, our senior drill instructor was really obviously full on with drill. Um, and during that first phase there, we were pretty. Our platoon was bad at drill. I remember this one night. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I remember this one night. We uh, we just got done. Um, but well, they about they they did an eval on us and we finished dead last in the company. Mm-hmm. Obviously, oh. obviously, he's pissed. Oh, of course. We go to we go to the evening chow and. After you get done with the chow, to get back in formation. Uh, and we were just right around the corner from the chow hall. So, yeah. um, but obviously, they played, you know, little fuck fuck games during that time. Yeah. They had that little 100 meters or 100 yards of space, they took advantage of us, marching us back and forth over and over again. But then when we got into the squad bay, they uh, obviously have the drill instructor highway right in the middle. Okay. Right. Everybody else on the outside with their, with their, um, uh, with the bunks and everything. And, uh, what, well, called that Broadway, right? You call we it Broadway did, we, too? We call it Broadway we, when yeah, I was yeah, yeah, we call it Jones Ruther Highway. Oh, okay. Right down the middle there. and can't, um, can't get in there, can you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Taking your life in your hands if you ever step foot <laughs> exactly. in there, right?
2: Exactly. Well, that night, he was, he was ticked at us. So yeah, of course. We got back in squad bay, and he's like, all right, grab grab everything, grab all your shit, throw it in the middle. Oh. Throw it in the middle. <laughs> so we, we grabbed, first, he first told us our uh, foot lockers, open them up first. Dumped everything in the middle. Mm. You had to dump everything in the middle. Yeah. All your belongings, everything you had, dumped it in the middle. And then he's like, "All right, um, grab the mattresses." So you had to do it on your, yourself on your racks. Yeah, go on. The, go to your racks. Pull them out. Throw them in the middle. And so, <laughs> and along with the sheets and everything else. And so we put it all there. We throw it all in the middle. Um, and uh, in the meantime, there was a couple of Marines that. He went after. He, he targeted. <laughs> yeah. At, um You don't want to be one of them. Get a, get a towel. Get on all fours and just run it up and down on the outside of the, on the, uh, o- outside, of the outside of the racks. Oh my god. Oh man. <laughs> Stomach and, burning. Oh yeah. And we just got done eating chow. Uh. So, so so he's telling us okay after they're going up and down up and down uh, on the outsides. You don't is the highways filled with everybody with, everybody's, with stuff. everybody's stuff. And so he gives us. It had to have been five minutes. Mm. Total to get all our stuff back to where it was, and then when we did that, he had those guys on the outside go into the drill instructor highway and to cleaned. on all fours with the towels, and they started throwing up everywhere. I bet As they are going up and down, up and down, and it Ugh. was it was it was kind of one of those murder nights where they just uh, they just went to town, and that's the worst. He made you do it yourself.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, at least for us we're, with boot, they they always had TIs from other you know other flights come in, and they they tore up. They were throwing the stuff, and you have to pick it up. Mm-hmm. After, so we didn't have to. I mean, that's even worse when they made you do it yourself, and then after to mm-hmm. turn around, and pick it back. I was like, "Fuck, oh, man, I could fold these damn underwear again." And then little three inch squares. You get your little ruler. I don't know if you got that. The ruler. We had the
2: little ruler. Made a little underwear. They so, actually weren't really stringent on that at boot camp. Really, it was when I got the oh my God. when I got the eighth and I in DC. That's when it got really stringent with it. Really, at God boot camp, man. it wasn't really like that.
0: Oh, for us, yeah. it was. I mean, it was constantly. Like was, I said, I got ch- my ass chewed. They said my collar was turned up about that much. Hmm. Just a little bit. If it wasn't spaced by the two fingers you were getting chewed. I mean You guys had, had a wall locker, didn't you? We had a wall locker. Oh okay, yeah. We, we just had, had foot it. lockers. No, so that's lockers. all we had. Oh, and <laughs> you had you, you, we had the, the key around our neck. We always had to have that key around oh, our really? neck to open up the uh the lock. No, we had lock. We had we had to lock up your gear, right?
1: Oh, we had fucking combo Combo. Well, we so we combos.
0: We we had a, a key that you had to wear around your neck that oh. your key fit that lock, right? And then don't screw up and get caught undoing your lock and stand up with your lock hanging down on your, <laughs> and leaving your stuff on lock like, because you yeah. you getting your ass to, you know what mm. I mean? So yeah, we, we, we had to keep our stuff constantly locked up. You like your foot
2: locker? Yeah. You know? We had the combos and you had to learn that real quick. Oh, that would real drive me quick. crazy. The key would Count, count uh, down everything, up. even when you're taking a shit, they're, they're in your face, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> I, think the, I think the only time I threw up was,
1: we were at the Ralph range and it was really, really hot. And I remember we had lasagna and we had to empty our canteen before we, uh, we hit the rack. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So you had a full canteen?
2: Yeah. They make you drink that too. Do they? Oh yeah. So they all, all the water? Yep. Just Yep.
0: Some bullshit because we, as a, as a road guard, we'd have to fill up the canteen full of water and you couldn't drink it you could not touch that damn water <laughs> they and they would check it too so you're all paranoid because you know if you if your water's not full you know you get you get screwed you get your ass chewed mm-hmm. so i had you know i had my water filled up and there was this another guy that son of a bitch he didn't fill his up right. so we got to where we were going roads guards got to put their canteens down then after that you go back and grab yours i knew mine was filled i filled the thing up well, that dude knew his wasn't well. he grabbed mine and i got stuck with his and I got my ass chewed because he didn't fill his water up. I'm like, you suck. You know what I mean? So we'd have to run with full things of water and couldn't drink them. That just sucked. In yeah. the middle of summer in Texas.
1: <laughs> anyway, yeah, they, they would make yeah. us, they, they would count us down. Yep. Really? And hold it above yep. our head. And if, exactly. and if it dropped, we had to fill the motherfucker back up. And, and drink it.
2: it. Yeah, you didn't you, you did hydrate yourself. They designated time. Like, if, <laughs> if, if, especially if we're going to be outside a lot. Yeah. Especially during the summertime. Yeah, you got to. They, they, they would force it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to go so, stand there. You, know, you got to stand there. I mean, I totally understand why they did it. Yeah. Completely understand. Yeah. I was in, yeah.
1: I went during the summer. June. Black flag every night. Black every flag. Day, yeah. Flag. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we were Texas, like, What's the point of we
2: have? why are we having flags if we're just going to be doing anything anyways? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> man,
0: what would have a black flag today. Holy crap. It was like 120 out there today. 110. How'd you survive?
1: Uh, just have to.
0: My God. Now, do you with the long to. sleeve? Yes. Yeah, I, I don't. know how you do it, man. Long sleeve, and I guess it keeps you cooler with the long sleeve it does. sweating. Yeah, but it does. freaking hundred and ten. I, yeah. I went to go mow at like five o'clock, and I went out there. And I'm like, I went to go pour gas into the the, uh, the the lawnmower. I was like, this stuff's evaporating as it's going into the damn tank. You know what I mean? It was that that damn hot out there.
1: Did you get a self propelled yet? No I, didn't, no, I was like,
0: I was like, fuck this. This is hot. I'm going back in the house. <laughs> it's AC. Then, Logan or get <laughs>
2: or, or get in your pool. Yeah, 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 but
0: I, I was like, no, I'll I'll mow tomorrow. You tomorrow. To take
2: advantage of that when it's hot. You got a pool, take advantage of that. Absolutely, Shit. you do. A, you do like a little run, go jump in a pool. Exactly, do a little run, go jump in a pool. Yep, yep. So you <laughs> was eighth and I, eighth and I. Yeah, it was. It was kind of weird because the second week I was at boot camp, they brought in all the active duty infantry marines, O three elevens, oh three fifty 31s, everything, and brought them into um, this this hall. Because the majority of the, our Marines and our platoons were ninety-two day reservists at the time. Really? Wow. These college kids that were there for literally boot camp, right? And then they graduate and then they go back to school. So, huh. it was, it, so majority of our platoon, this was two thousand four. Majority of our platoon was was those ninety-two day reservists. And then me, there was sixty five of us in there, mm. and me and eight other guys were active duty. That's it. That is Just yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's crazy, of... especially during that time. Yeah, it was nuts. It was, it was pretty close to those numbers because it was it was unbelievable how many 92-day reserves. And that's another reason why the drill instructors are always in our face all the time, too, because they always give them, give part-timers, them the hell. part-timers and shit. And
0: yeah, so, but that probably benefited you. They know you were full-time, so they probably didn't ride your ass as much as the part-time guys.
2: No, they didn't give a shit. Oh, they didn't matter. They didn't care. They, they, they don't, don't discriminate. No they,
0: no, they don't. Well, there's always got to be it. one or two dudes yeah. they pick out no matter what, right?
2: But it was it was nerve-wracking because it was, I was nervous as hell because it was the second week of boot camp, literally just got there, yeah, and they uh, had to go into this. It was like a classroom. And they show you this video of Ethan I and DC and everything, and it, like I said, it was just all active duty infantry guys, O3s in that in that room, yeah. Um, and uh, then they got done with the film. They're like, "All right, if you're interested in this, stay here. If not, get the f out." Right, and it's like. All right, and me and maybe eight, nine other guys stayed in. Yeah, and then we had to take a psych test after that. And I remember taking the psych test on the bus to the gas chamber. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> you know how they, you know how they cram you into the bus, and I'm sitting there with this paper. And it's rainy that day, Uh-oh. so it's like half wet and filling this bubble sheet. Of, you know, it's, it's just one of those typical psych, psych tests. Like, you know how how do you feel if this situation happens? Blah blah blah, and. And I remember having to fill that out on the way to the uh, on on the way and um and then turn it in. And then they had to do uh uh basically an interview in front of a board yeah. of all you know brass and and uh, uh gunnies and everything else in there. Second week of boot camp, I was oh, nervous as that, hell. What, yeah. Oh, yeah. I barely even knew how to march into the goddamn place. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you've seen all this rank strikes oh, yeah. and stuff, and you're like, what the
3: hell,
0: yeah.
2: That? And I remember because um. Because after that it was about a week after that um one of our kill hats brought me uh, brought me in um and he was like uh he he basically told me that I got accepted into mm-hmm. going to the eighth and I and he he goes he goes you know how so serious this this is some drill shit right here and I'm like oh well I still had no idea exactly what it was it's right. just I was like okay well if I, if I can possibly do guard duty, in DC, your presidential duty of some port, uh, some some point, that'd be awesome. Yeah, but I had no idea. I mean, at that point, I didn't know I was actually gonna go to an Eighth and I because I didn't get those orders until as, after SOI. Um, but at the time, the drill instructor obviously they don't have one-on-one conversations with you, right? They don't do that. They're, that never takes place. So when he said that it was me and one other Marine, okay, and and he, he's like, "This is some serious drill shit right here." So you and so. so
0: for for the people that don't know, and, and like myself, being the air force, what what the hell, Eighth and I,
2: Eighth and, and I is uh, the uh one of the oldest Marine Corps posts in the United States. Okay, it's literally on the corner of Eighth and I Street in Washington D.C. Okay, um, we proudly say it's uh, <laughs> it, it's older than the than the White House. That's because of the fact that when the British came in in eighteen twelve, right, they burned down the White House. They did, yeah. They didn't. They respected the Marine Corps so much they didn't even touch the barracks. Really? Yeah. That's great. So um, I didn't go into the legitimacy of that, but I like to. I like to. Yeah, sure, absolutely. That. <laughs> <laughs> and you're and you're
0: thinking they went over this some serious drill shit, and you're thinking, well, half the answers I put
2: on there were probably blocked up because of all the water that was breaking. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <'Cause at> <laughs> you time, sure you want me? Because I'm like focusing on the test. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh shit, I'm about to go to a gas chamber. Yeah. And everybody freaked out about gas chamber, and and I mean, as a teacher and talking to you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, seniors and stuff that are going to the military or thinking about going to the military, they're always asking me about gas chamber. Right. I'll tell you the truth, gas chamber is not as bad right. as everybody makes it sound to be.
0: It's the buildup,
2: right? It's a buildup to it. Yeah. Like you, you're freaking out thinking that, oh, this is going to be horrible. And in just in my experience, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. I've had worse. I had OC spray, which was worse than that. <laughs> the OC spray was fucking horrible. Really? That was horrible. Well, that was worse than the gas chamber. I take the gas chamber. Ten times more than the OC spray again. What the hell? Is, once again, I mean, ask everybody because you don't know, be in the Air Force, like we have to go through that crap. What the hell's OC spray? Well, before before <laughs> we went on deployment, James
0: we... busted my balls, freaking chair Force, you know, shit.
2: <laughs> before we went on deployment, we had to do riot control training. Okay. Before, because I was on the twenty second uh in two thousand seven. Right. Um, and we uh, we had to do some ride control training. And during that process, we had to be sprayed with basically, uh, we call it OC spray, but I forgot the other terms for it. Mm-hmm. But what they basically do is they, they spray above your eyes on the forehead right here. It's like a pepper and they, spray. Then. Yeah. It's just basically, but like more yeah. intensified at the time. Yeah. And they spray above your head, like above your forehead here. And right. it's supposed to drip down in right. your eyes. And then, and then you go through this combat simulation. Sweat. You go through it. Some guys feel it instantaneous. Yeah, as soon as it hits, it starts burning. Oh. Eyes are—I mean, they basically have to do it with their eyes closed, um, um, mm. doing combat uh, um, simulations with opponents as they go through this obstacle course. Um, I was lucky. I don't know why, but it didn't affect me until I got done. Well, that's even when better. I got done feel. with the course. That's when it started hurting me. Yeah, and I bur- everything started burning. Uh. I couldn't see anything. My nose was dripping everywhere. Uh. <laughs> it's yeah, but the- it was good. You're already done. Yeah, I was already so done So you with burned that. through the whole obstacle but course. the pain. After? The, oh, After? Jesus. Oh, yeah, man. that hurt. And then and then we were driving back to the barracks. I thought I had it all gone. Somehow it activated back in the eye while I was driving. Oh, and it was, I had to pull over. And I had like four other Marines in the back of the car with me when we were at uh, Lejeune. Yeah. And it was it was pretty bad. <laughs> was bad. Did you just, have to do that, James? Yes. You did that too? We did the pepper spray. And, 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 and that
0: probably. was worse, huh?
2: Yeah. I think that's worse than the I I take the gas chamber any day by that. Of that. Any day. And I think some
1: rings didn't they didn't they got it straight up in the eyeballs.
2: Oof. Yeah, and that's that's worse. I've I walked through summer <laughs> spray yeah. before and I'm like, damn. Mm.
1: And, and I just walked through it
0: and that kind of messed me up. And it's straight up on your forehead. Yep. Sweating through your eye. That's nuts.
2: I mean
0: it is better you guys than me. But it was also <laughs>
2: it was also pretty funny to see, because afterwards you're supposed to be walking in a circle, you know, and they have sometimes they'll have uh, if you got a breeze, it helps. Yeah. Yes. Or sometimes if you have a, a hose of water, and yeah. they they brought out a hose of water that, that, that day, and we had a little bit of a breeze, so it would help. But it was funny to see all the guys just like, <laughs> <laughs> Just everybody snotting yelling, up and snot everywhere. Yeah. And <laughs> it was funny. It was like, it was so, funny. Like,
0: so you went to that. Now, where, where were you stationed? Now you must have, like James, you know, I, you guys did, what, six months on, on a boat? Did you do six uh, months, six weeks? You did well, the boat Well, I was kind
2: of on and off, but we okay. hit a few ports on the way. Did you? Mute, yeah, we, 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 did, we did a med float.
0: You so you like James did yeah. the med float? What like and so you experienced where just freaking dark as anything, at night on, on
2: the. Oh ocean. yeah, you can't see anything. Yeah, on the on the way over, you hit some rough seas too. Yeah. Uh, on the way over to to the Europe side, just because it was, oh, I remember, we we were in the Burling area. Yeah, and me, I was squad leader and I had two team leaders. Um, and the the racks were stacked on threes. Boom, 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 <laughs> and when you lay down, you can go like this and. There's the other rack. Right so there. So you have barely any room when you're in there. Smell each other's breath. <laughs> <laughs> Coffin G- racks. Gas gas oh, yeah. all over the place.
0: Yeah. They yeah. no,
2: like literally like the other three. Yeah. Literally right across the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's but you, uh, better, you better love your brother. <laughs> right. I mean, you had a birthing area, like just in this room alone. You could easily fit let's see, three, six, nine, 12, Jeez. fifteen. Are you serious? Yeah, 15 Marines in this little room.
0: When I was stationed in England, my room was bigger than this, and I had a queen-size bed by myself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, don't get me going. And, it, and then
0: they came in, and I was coming off a, a, um, the uh, 1130, 730 morning shift, and they were going through everybody's room, swapping out the queen-size for two two twins, and they knocked on my door. said, like, look, I'm going to bed, leave. And they never came back. So it's was like, I was the only dude on base with a queen-size bed. <laughs>
1: Like a fraternity, yeah. Exactly. yeah Russ, right. That's college fraternity. Good
2: food. I was never <laughs> stationed stas- on the Air Force Base. Never. It was a DoD base at this point. <laughs> Whenever, when, I, when I was on drill team in at Eighth and I, we, uh, we, we go out west and we'd have to do showing performances. I guess I guess I'll go into that a little bit, sure. a little bit later. But no, we, yeah, we yeah. we'd go to uh, we uh, overnight. They put us at sometimes in Air Force bases. I'll tell you, their <laughs> barracks. Oh my god, dorms. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry your dorms were phenomenal compared to the stuff that we were saying oh my lord I mean, they, were, they were fantastic and we were just like man air force air force base, hey i'm have telling have you it nice it,
0: like i said i was always on a dod a navy or an army base and they always paid me extra for being on these bases <laughs> they weren't at <laughs> the air force standards you gotta be kidding me they paid you extra for that? they paid me extra when i was stationed at fort Meade. hazardous
2: pay yeah, it was four. <laughs> yeah, we stayed at four. The
0: room the room was about this size. And there was there was uh, two of us in that room and then we shared it you know you know they had the uh the bathroom and, and, and then it, it was almost like a college dorm. Mm-hmm. And we got paid extra in the ch- check for being there. Wow. It wasn't up there. So for it, is that hardship pay? Is
2: that yeah, a, yeah, right.
1: That's <laughs> outstanding. That's <laughs> outstanding man.
2: And I'm okay with that. <laughs> oh no, I can see you're yeah. floating over. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: oh yeah, man, that's
0: funny. Yep. Yeah. So now what was that so is a wasp. that so when you were in you you um that's when you started playing rugby correct
2: at, well i played well, when i was stationed in dc and eighth and i there right um uh i got to a little bit of soccer i got into soccer a bit and right. then i met these english guys at a pub and they were they were rugby players yeah and they're like come on play and i'm like okay i went out and i was like holy crap this is completely this i love this yeah and if i would have known that rugby existed when i was younger well, I mean, I would have played something like that. I would have uh, played it earlier. Yeah, I'm sure. That's growing that. up, you played uh, as your traditional American we, a baseball or uh, a football, basketball, baseball. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and I, I played, you know, football, baseball, um, soccer. But with your buddies at school or in the back parking lot, you're always kind of you got the football. Mm-hmm. You throw up in the air. Someone catches it, and everybody chases them down, mm-hmm. tackles it. Right?
2: Oh yeah, we played. We played full contact without pads. Yeah, and growing up, so. <laughs>
0: yep. So everybody asks you, what do you relate that to? I was like, well, you ever play this game as a kid? It's it's more structured, but that's pretty much what it is, exactly. right? Exactly. So you, you played, you got hooked up, and you talked to these guys in the pub, mm-hmm. and then you played for the base, or did you just... No, I went through
2: a couple of practices, yeah. um, and then literally, uh, I think it was like a couple weeks or a month after that, I was, I was out. Um, and yeah. then I went up to Detroit, because I thought I was going to move back to Detroit at first, mm-hmm. Um and then I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna go down to Florida because my parents had moved down to Florida, more teaching jobs. Right. Detroit was falling apart at that point, but a lot of people were moving out of there. Yeah. Um. So that's why I moved down to Florida. More abundance of the of, the, of those education jobs. Okay. So mm. that's when I moved down here, and that's when I linked up with uh, Tampa crew over in ta- over in Tampa. Right. Um. And then uh. And then, start uh, was playing more and more from there. So yeah. now.
1: <clears throat> Nice.
0: There's two different types of rugby. There's there's league and there's union, right? Mm. And which one did you play did you play? You play union or you play I've, league?
2: I first started playing union. Union. Okay. Yeah. I didn't play I didn't start playing league until two thousand like end of two thousand fourteen, into fifteen. No, which one do you prefer? League. League. Yeah. What's the difference? Uh well rugby if I want to compare it to like an American sport, it, rugby league is more like football where you have a certain set of downs or tackles where in league you have 5 tackles to go all the way down the field to score. If you don't score on that 5th tackle, you have to kick the ball away. Oh, or you can run it and then it'll be a turnover of, of down. Where union that's continuous. It's uh it, it, it keeps going when there's a tackle, the guy can go in and try to steal it. So it's you'll see the scrums and everything that you guys see on TV, that's union. Right. Um rugby league is is it's it's more of a faster pace, continuous. Um there's not as many stoppages. Um, to me it's a higher impact because defense has to get back 10 yards from basically the line of scrimmage. And then when the guy plays the ball or hikes it, you can say hikes, but plays the ball with his foot back, yeah. and they come together, and you get that contact every single time. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Now,
0: you really got into it to a point where, you, I mean, you, re, you were really good. We're at the point where you actually
2: played for the U.S. Hawks a, as the national, t- the national team, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank um, you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I had the opportunity to um, go to Australia in 2017 for the Rugby League World Cup and represent the United States. Um, Man, and we played awesome. in Townsville for two weeks. We played Fiji and uh, Italy. Wow. And then we got on the plane and went over for our third game to Papua New Guinea and played them in Papua New Guinea and Port Moresby. Got our, got our, butt, got our butt kicked every time. But yeah, <laughs> isn't that <crazy>? awesome? Yeah, <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> and I, oh, I
0: can only imagine. Australia, rugby, <laughs> beer. Oh, yes. it was, oh, my it was, God. It was beautiful. <laughs> it, it's, it's
2: a totally different atmosphere over there. Because when you go over there, uh, especially in north uh, northern Queensland, yeah. in Townsville there, uh, Rugby League is everything over there. Um, and they, the way they have everything set up, even their youth programs, it was so funny. We went there and we, as like a warm-up game, we played against their under-23 team there in Townsville as a warm-up game uh, before we played Italy, and uh, or before we played Fiji. And after we got done with that, that game, Connected to their small stadium is a restaurant casino. Oh, boy. And that's how how they actually pay for the program there. It was called Brothers uh, Brothers uh, in in Townsville there. And it paid for, like, all the junior programs below that, under 23s, under 19s, under 16s, under under everything. So you get to go
0: watch a match
2: and then go gamble after? Pretty much, yeah. Yep. That's a great outing. that, That gambling paid for... That with those facilities and the coaches and, and they actually the under nineteen or the uh, under twenty-threes and everything like that, yeah. they can be put into apprenticeships where that club pays them match match payments. Wow. So it, it's it, it's totally different than yeah, yeah anything organized that here. Hey. So, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's pretty cool. We actually try um we try to get guys over here. I mm-hmm. always try to get guys that, that want to go to that higher level. Yeah, they can't do it here. No. Like here, if you can pay for a ticket over to Australia. I will get. You can get hooked up with a club. I know we we know a ton of people over there that can get you hooked up with a club and then work with them. They can get you a job, huh. and you can get that that apprenticeship, and you get paid for those those matches and practices that you do.
0: So, any of the young guys wow. coming out of high school or in, don't want to go to college, mm-hmm. give Dave a call. Right, <laughs> get you set up. Get you set up. Go to Australia. Hey, imagine being eighteen. You come out of high school. You're playing football. Right. And you don't get recruited. Right. You're like, what am I going to do? I'm going to work at McDonald's or whatever. You know, well, pay for a trip to freaking Australia and play rugby.
2: And it, it, it's, it's, a you great, know? it's, it's something that a lot of people don't know about, especially that's amazing. It, being at a high school that I was at previously and seeing a lot of these seniors that were graduating, they played football all through their high school career. Yeah. And then that last senior game in the fall, their senior year, they're like, that, that's it. Yeah. They already know they're not going to college. But, yeah, they love the sport, and they love contact. They love getting into it. But then there's nothing else after nothing. that. They go play yeah. beer league softball and everything, which is nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing right. wrong with beer league softball. But if, but, <laughs> trust me, I love that. Yeah, right. But you don't have no casino next door to the – No, you exactly. don't. Exactly. No. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 tol- it's a Absolutely. totally – I mean, think about it. If, we had, if you had something like this, even if it was American football, if you had a football uh, club here in Lakeland, and then you had that connected with a casino and a restaurant that helped – the proceeds to, of it yeah, you'd have towards to, the operation of the, of everything along with yeah. the funds, uh, funds for the teams. Think about that. Yeah, I mean, you, how, you, how much that would, that would grow. You, granted, granted it is gambling and, uh, they're all and gambling, gambling, you know, but, you oh, no, just I, have to I,
0: get yeah. hooked up with the reservation and you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's all funneled through the, the, you know, the mm-hmm. Americans, you know what I mean? So,
2: but it's, it's, to me, it's a great opportunity for these, those young guys that, that are looking for that higher level of competition. Yeah, if, if it's something that they they want to get into that can is easily accessible that not a lot of people know about, right? You can go pretty far with that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I, I started playing in two thousand fifteen. Yeah, and I was able to get on the U.S. Cup, the U.S. team in two thousand seventeen. Well, I mean, just by just by, and I'm not that great of a player. Uh, I seen but, you play. I but, I don't want. I'm and, glad
0: I I played on your team, not against you. This dude. <laughs> I I do. I ain't I ain't joking. That's why I like to call him David F. and because he uh. He, he he's he, he'll take you out. <laughs> he will take you. I've seen it. High tackle you. He don't care.
1: Like a headhunter <laughs> in high school. One of those linebackers. That's him. That's him.
0: <laughs> it's it's pretty cool to watch. He, he's good. Don't let him let him be modest. But I
2: try to get I try to get guys to play league, union, whatever it is. Um, yeah. Just because I know a lot of eighteen plus guys when they get out of high school they never play football again because there's no organized type of adult football unless you're doing college or. I mean, there are, I know there are some like other semi-pro. Pro. Yeah, Wouldn't there are Lakeland some have one. Like the, yeah, I think they do. Yep. Too. and and to me, rugby and rugby league are a safer option than football. Yeah, uh, as far so. as, as as far yeah. as just taking care of your body, yes, you will get injured, but as far as the head injuries and everything like that, to me, and statistics, can kind of back that too—that it's it's safer than yeah than. Because you have that, you have those pads on. You have that helmet on. The false sense of security. Yeah, you're gonna lead with your head every time.
0: Yeah, and 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 at least for me, I know like if it, when I'm on the field, and it's not very often, but you're you're protecting yourself as well as you're protecting the other guy. You, right. you know what I mean? So, you, you, like Dave said, you're not going in sparing somebody head first. You know, you're right. doing proper tackling. Right. You know, like you yeah. learned when you were a kid playing football. You learned proper tackling as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. Playing coming up is when you get old and you start watching. You know the NFL and stuff, and things are changing with the NFL. But still, when we were coming up, you watching the NFL, dudes are like taking each other out with forearms and you know sparing the hell out of them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like Dave said, with rugby, it, it's totally different, and they're on it too. You yeah. come in head first, bam, you're out, right? Yep. I mean, oh. there's no okay. joke.
2: Oh yeah, because again, you're it's that self preservation that you have when you go in there when you don't have anything on. Yeah. When it's just a mouthpiece, you're like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I need, I need. when I go into the tackle, I need to think about it. A little yeah. bit before, and sometimes you don't even think about it; you just go right into it, right? Um, and but you, but I mean, I was grateful enough when I was in high school. I played or uh, I wrestled, yeah. and I wrestled for five, six years. So I I felt confident in how to take down a per, take down a guy without having to use my head as far as getting the head in the contact and everything right. like that. Yeah. So I was grateful because some of the best rugby players I've ever met have been really good wrestlers. Yeah. They're able to, to manipulate the body and take them down yeah. without having to use much force. Right. Um, more leverage. Yeah. And everything else. So. Yeah. Nice. It, 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 and yeah. Rugby's a
0: fun sport to watch, too.
2: You yeah. know? I watched it, a few. Did yeah. <laughs> you? Yeah. You need to come out to some games. They're a lot of fun. Might and, have to check it out. And then you come, ju- and then come drink afterwards. Uh, yeah. I like the drinking part. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I don't play anymore.
0: You just hang out with me on the side yeah. and drink beer and just, <laughs> just yell. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: a good time. <laughs> But yeah, I started playing with those guys. First, started playing there in DC. When okay. Eighth and I there. Yeah, so, yeah. That's yeah. pretty good.
0: Good for you, man. Yeah. To be able to make it for the U.S. Hawks, and you went up to Canada too to play, didn't you?
2: Uh, yeah, Toronto a couple of times. Yeah, a couple of times. Yeah, when we played Toronto for the Colonial Cup and everything, and, and right,
0: right up there, alley. Like, Tor- De- De- Detroit's like right, right by. Toronto I had a family country. that came to Toronto yeah. and watched the game. Yeah.
2: So. Yeah. yeah. You know. It was,
0: We'd love going to Canada as a kid, so you must have too.
2: Oh, Canada's, Canada's a great time. <laughs> yeah. We went there before. I mean, when, um, when I turned 19, from my house to Canada, Windsor, to get a drink. Yeah, yeah. Because it's legal at 19. That's right. It's a 15 minute drive. Oh, that's awesome. We, we'd so have to drive right up the seven highway, hours. across the bridge, or go through the tunnel. We can go get drunk and then... But the strip club's right there. It's all right there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> See? We love that. <laughs> oh, I, I can tell. <laughs> we, we, I, we came into it. We were on St. Catherine Street. We must have been 16, 17. And, and they could tell. So we, we go into the strip club. It was afternoon, you know, and it was on a Saturday. And they go, oh, you guys, we're putting you in pervert row. <laughs> pervert row? <laughs> right there on the stage, baby. Bunch of 16-year-olds with a bunch of ones. Canada's great. Time of your life. <laughs> yeah.
2: Canada's so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Every time I've gone to Canada, I've had a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: I'm sure you got some good stories about Australia, too.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Australia's a good time.
0: And the Mediterranean. Because you weren't married. He was married. So he, he didn't... James, you didn't get the good stories. Like I'm sure you got yeah, yeah, doing guess, that med yeah, med, some, med trip. Yeah. I got some good stories. Yeah, we'll save that
1: <laughs> for later. <laughs> so, so where
2: was you stationed after... D.C. After D.C. Um, spent the first two years in D.C. and then got uh, sent down to Lejeune. Well, first I went to Squalier School at Geiger. Camp, Camp, Camp Geiger. Geiger. And, then, and then after Geiger, that, that school was about three months long. Mm-hmm. Um, then went back to 8th and I. Did everything on my checkout and everything. And then uh, went to uh, Lejeune. They were 8th Marines Kilo Company. Um, and that's where we did our workup. I was probably there for long I was there for until we actually went on deployment. We did a workup at AP Hill in Virginia. Yeah, Ooh. I went up there twice. Did you?
1: Yeah. yeah. I was with 3-2 and 3-6. Weapons mm. company. AP Hill. Do you guys go
2: up there? you guys go to the AP Hill during the wintertime? One was winter. Actually. Yeah, ours is winter. Wintertime sucks up there. It was mm-hmm. horrible. <laughs> yeah. It was horrible. And he's a Florida boy, too. <laughs> <laughs> in the winter up there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you didn't like that at all. Nah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we, I was stationed outside D.C. And... Like I said, this was what ninety four, and I don't know how it was when you were there, but I was like, "God, this place is a freaking another pit." DC was awful. DC, you, when you get outside the square, the the, the mall,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it was awful. I mean, we got we we got shot at. Oh, in DC,
2: in at Eighth and I, there in Southeast DC, you, it's it's all, it was no, awful. We'd be in, we'd be in Iraq's and in the barracks, and we'd hear it. Yeah, I mean, D, I was like, "This is our nation's capital," mm-hmm.
0: and uh, and it was, I mean. Drugs and I mean we were driving yeah. the street and it was you know prostitutes on the side of the street and then the block over I was like where's well, the police station <laughs> you know
2: what I mean I like this is damn DC yeah Southeast DC it, east it's like Detroit, Detroit. yeah it's, it, it, no joke <laughs> it was literally like going back to Detroit when I got stationed yeah. there it was it was funny yeah it was funny and we'd have, we'd have parades on the parade deck there right uh, and it and I um on Friday nights yeah um, sometimes you'd hear some something sometimes. yeah not very crazy. often but you you'd hear it yeah um. Um, cause we were right down the street from the Navy yard, everything on the center side and everything. And so,
0: and, and you know, Baltimore, I, I liked going to Baltimore. They had a place called Fells Point. That was great. It was like 50 bars there. And you oh, just yeah. go bar to bar to bar, yeah. you know, but if we were going to Baltimore, we need to hit the ballpark or go to Fells Point. Yep, exactly. And then we get the hell out. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's the only time really we went is when, uh, we went to a ball game. Yeah. And then we'd go down to the Harbor there. Yeah. yeah, The yeah. Harbor was great. Some of
1: the good places in D.C.
2: No, there are. You gotta be. You gotta stay there. in the mall.
1: You um, stay. I don't know what that is. No,
2: yeah. you, you can go to a whole bunch of places. Right yeah, there. I do. I, yeah, not me. <laughs> you go to Georgetown. You go to the Northern Virginia. That we
0: did go to Georgetown, mm-hmm. and we were, we were eating. I was like, "Hey, do you know where the uh, the steps are? Yeah, you gotta go right down here. You gotta, you know the, the Exorcist steps were right there in Georgetown. So I got myself a great picture of me standing on the steps. I love that. It's
2: me hanging out in the steps that were on, uh,
0: um. The Exorcist.
2: That was pretty cool. Right. We, uh, we uh, Obviously, because we were stationed there, but during the summertime, we were gone quite often, though. Yeah. Because being on the Silent Riverton, we did parades on Tuesday night at Iwo Jima Memorial there at Arlington. Yeah. And then on Friday night, we would do uh, uh, the parade there uh, at 8th at and I. And then that night, we would jump on a flight to BFE Nebraska. Jeez. And, and Saturday um, we, we do one with, you know, VFW, whoever, mm-hmm. Marine Corps league or whatever. And then, um, uh, jump on the plane on Sunday morning and come back to DC. That was every weekend for about three, four months. Wow. So That's we were constantly doing... on parade. Say again? Just constantly on parade. Then. Same, same drill, same drill over and over and over again. You so I mean. Dreaming it's... about it at night. <laughs> well, it got to the point where sometimes, uh, I remember we were. Where, where were we i think we we're on the flight deck i forgot what ship uh, what, what carrier. around we're, we we're on a flight deck in um new york city yeah and we we're doing a drill we're we're, we're doing the show mm-hmm. and my mind just went off i was thinking about something else <laughs> but but i was still doing the drill and even after even the video afterwards he's <laughs> still just still doing the drill just doing just, it just went off because yeah. i mean you do it so often right so much because like when we before you even make the team you have to go through sds silent drill school we had uh, what was it, sixty eight, sixty nine guys that started it off, mm-hmm. and it's a four month long school. Mm-hmm. And then every week they weed guys off. Yeah, the guys that don't cut, they they send them down to the marching platoons that usually do regular burial detail at um, uh, Arlington, Arlington, and they else. So that's amazing mm-hmm. at that Arlington. Yeah, it, uh, tell me about it. When yeah. you, every time you go there and you just see the the scope of everything, yeah, just the size of everything, it's yeah. just like. It, it kind of, it puts you in your place. Yeah. It's kind of like when, when I went to Hawaii, then
0: you go to the, the Arizona mm-hmm. and you cross that bridge and, and, you know, everybody's talking, 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 and you get to that point where it's just silent. It's, it's just, and it's, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then you get out there and, and you, and you look over, you know, the, the, the Arizona and it's just silent. And it was like that with, 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 uh, you know, Arlington too, you, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, you just, it's amazing. Yeah. You know, and the respect that we have for our. For, for, you know, for our veterans and for, you know, the people that gave up their lives for us,
2: you mm-hmm. know? So. And, and while I was there, they able to, I had the privilege to do some of those details, some of those burial details um, mm-hmm. for some uh, retired uh, retired uh, colonels and generals that were buried there. Mm-hmm. Um, we had one Black Hawk helicopter that passed away, or that was killed in combat, and we had to bury him too wow. um, while we were up there. Because um, we didn't, uh, SDP, San drill Platoon, we didn't really get pulled very often to do those details, right. unless it was a bigger scale, oh, okay. unless it was a higher official, a uh, higher officer that that needed that de- that that area detail more platoons, right. and so we got pulled into doing that. Yeah. Um. But majority of the time, we were traveling, going around, doing you know NFL halftime shows, NBA halftime shows, going up and down. We were basically a recruiting <clears throat> tool for the Marine Corps. Yeah. Um. And I mean, it was it was a great experience right. just because it you you got the uh, I hate to say it, like the pretty boy side of the Marine Corps. I'm gonna say, but it's see- like it's like that pop and lock and right that, those things you see where you, your walker has to be perfect. Everything has to be perfect. Yeah. that's that side of the Marine Corps. That's what Eighth and I was. Okay, everywhere, right. every everywhere it was your your whole uniform had to be immaculate to the point where you and know, our dress blues where you have the um the gold buttons. Yeah, they have the eagle little Mayfair on it. Yeah, to the point where we can't turn those. They gotta Well um, if you flip open our uh, yeah. Uh, 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 of, the, of everything, you'll see duct tape, um, mark, all tapes just to keep it in, in place. Life. Because, again, when we do those performances and they still frame pictures, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. If everything, if, if it's off, it doesn't look very <laughs> professional and, and everything. So every critique, that's why when we do the drill, every every time we hit the rifle, you'll yeah. see a very uh, commonality amongst all, all of us. And it's, it's funny because at the time, I mean, we're all doing the same thing. It's just like, okay, because we did it so much. Yeah. Um that it was a second memory, but you look back and you're like, man, to be able to get 24 guys yeah. the same movements at the same time Synched to up. make one sound. Yeah. Still to this day it's like when you when you hear when you hear when we do a sw- we do a swinging butt where, you know, hand slap, bring it through and then you just swing it, the butt of the rifle, everyone hits all at once. That's amazing. When you hear all that once, it's like, fling. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like, "Oh, man." It's yeah, because beautiful. when you watch,
0: that's a, it's amazing that they can do that. And uh, yeah, I was um Listen to you talk about your buttons all lined up, you, you know, everything's in order, everything's squared away. Mm. And I'm thinking, God, man, that's that, that just kicked in my OCD. You know, when I do work around the house and and if I need to make even, if, you know, if I was if I'm changing out lights, you know, if I'm or I'm swapping out li- like light fixtures mm. them damn screws. <laughs> I don't know about you, but they're all going to be the same. If one's like cocked one way, oh, hell no, let me fix that. Make sure it's up and down. And I'm sure with you going through that, I'm sure you your details. OCD is just
2: flaring. Actually, believe it or not, it's not that bad. No? Oh, at my the, at God. The time, I mean, at the time, you had to focus on that. Yeah. Because like during SES, every day you're, uh, from your cover down, from that cover line down, had to be bicked. It had to be shaved, bicked, no hair or anything. Nothing. If you did, or even on your face... Presley shaving every single day. You had a zero 05 inspection, uh, Monday through Friday, zero 05 inspection. And yeah. they would, and like you had, if you had miss hairs or anything like that, grab the off bottle, spray off, shave it again. Now, hold on. Again. Now, he, now he's just, talking about that. And he said he doesn't
0: have an OCD, but look at his beard, dude. That thing's tight. There's no hair out of place or anything like that. Don't let him fool you. I bet you his closet looks just like mine. Two fingers between each hanger.
2: Not exactly, but there, there are wooden hangers. Yeah. I asked my, asked my girlfriend. She so was like, Yeah, there's wooden hangers. Yeah. Like we had to use wooden hangers for our. Really? Yep. No plastic stuff, all wooden. See? It
0: yep. it carries on. It carries mm-hmm. on, just like you, right? Mm-hmm. There, there's something. There's no that, getting away with it. There's from some things
2: it. that you kind of pick and choose to have. Right. Like sometimes right. they're, they're like, like, too much work for you. are like, Okay, I'm not going to do that. But yeah. Or some things that you like. Like I've always. When I had that, I was like, Wooden hangers? I like wooden hangers. It looks good. When it was up there, I'm like, I'm gonna do that. So, yeah. I, so I still do that. This well, is, you don't uh,
0: eye in your jeans, right?
2: No, no. Yeah, so that's good. No, we had We had the uh, um, God, the, the amount of uni- uniform maintenance on a daily basis during, during SDS. Yeah. We had to have the crease in, our, in their camis all the way down. Right. Uh, at the time we they, they 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 switched to um, it wasn't the the black boots. where you had to constantly um, uh, polish. Yeah, polish them. Uh, our, it switched over to the desert ones at that point. Yeah. So we, so, but your, your camis had to be, and we had to starch the, our covers to the point where they weren't crinkled. I mean, they were straight up They're you had, straight. Yeah, and yeah. you had it and you had, <laughs> I mean, you had a kit for it yeah. in order to do it. And then no, I used uh, the fuck
0: I had some starch coming up, dude. <laughs> I, I, I had to be,
2: you had to be crisp. you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Everything. Like literally every crease yeah. on your uniform was, was Oh, on your from. arms too. All the, oh Yeah. Well, yeah. you, you use a bottle of damn starch <laughs> or
0: sizing on your uniform every day <laughs> big time yeah. Yeah. I don't know
2: how much money I don't know how much money we spent of our own money just to have all that stuff I'll all that bet. all that material and then maintain all that mm-hmm. yeah it was crazy it was nuts but i look back at it and i'm like man just the amount that we did for the just the appearance part of it and the the attention to detail and everything else now, but do you think you from it do you think
0: it. you could do that routine now
2: yes I bet
0: you oh, could. Oh, big time! Yeah, we 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 need to get a video of that. Just get you some like uh, go to the high school, get you some one of them high school rifles oh, oh, on the well, band.
2: When I was at, when I taught at the high school, I used to go down the ROTC, and they actually first couple of years that I taught, they asked me to help with their drill team. Yeah, and I'm like, well, you guys do a different drill than what because we what we call Ethan and I. Well, on the drill team, we called it slide drill. Okay, it's a different type of drill. Yeah, at you know, the barracks, it's a different type of drill than what the fleet used. Right, the fleet was all snap and pop. Right. But at uh, 8th and I, uh, it was more slow and ceremoniously. Where mm. if you did like a, a left face, it was snap, pop. Yeah. Over at 8th and I, it was 1, 2, and your feet were together, not at 90 degrees. Not really? So it's, it was a, it's a different type of drill. It's, huh. not, it's not like a snap and pop like you have. But, mm-hmm. um, so at that, boot camp,
0: you just bam, 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 bam. Yep. It was that snap, pop, loud. And then, then yeah. they had to retrain you. Exactly.
2: Yeah, yeah. That, w- that took some time. I bet and we paid for it. I we bet we paid for it because they, cause whenever you messed up the previous years, um, SDP, they became the instructors for SDS. Yeah. And so, uh, they, I mean, on a daily basis, they would, they would just rip into just us rip, all yeah all the time, all the time. So we, cause then, uh, if you guys watch sign of the drill platoon and you'll see them, um, just hitting the rifles, doing different maneuvers. Those are different. We call them manuals. Okay. And, uh, the different manuals have different mu- movements, so it'll be one manual after another manual after another manual. And if the instructor is calling a manual and you do it and you mess up, you go to the garden. They call it they call it the garden because the garden eventually grows because right. everybody's screwing up, and you just stand there and hold it. Ugh. So if you do, um, you know, port arms, port, arm, boom, and you just hold it with one arm. The right. other arms in there straight. And yeah. So, or when we toss it up in the air, um, we catch it. We hold it there. And my upper body, Arms was, my upper body, my upper body was huge at that time I just bet. because of how much we held shit all the time. <laughs> Jeez, <my God. laughs> all and you figure time. you're out of boot camp. You know,
0: I'm done getting yelled exactly, at. And exactly. then you go to sc- exactly. tech school and you like, holy crap, this is like a t- continuation.
2: I, I, I think I went through a, like a small state of, like a mini state of depression during that time. I bet. Just because you get out of boot camp and you're like, okay, I'm a Marine. And then you go to SOI, and you still kind of get treated like a recruit right. while you're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you get done with SOI, and you're like, all right, I'm a Marine. And then when I went to 8th and I, I got thrown right into SOI, or into um, SDS. Yeah. And it was nothing but drill Monday through Friday, yeah. uh, 5 a.m. to 8 o'clock at night. And it's just like, okay, when is this going to end? Like, yeah. when is this going to be done? Because yeah, it this. was just – you're just constantly being uh, – Berated, yeah. You're constantly just being, like, you're pushing your body to the max. Like, this is my whole career. Yeah. I'm going to get chewed out? Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, literally, it was probably the first, let me see, first year, almost the first year, it was nothing but that. And yeah, you just didn't, awful. you didn't really feel like, I didn't feel like a Marine until I made Silent Jail Because mm. mm. even when I was an SDS, I still felt like a recruit because I had an instructor in my face all the time. I always got... I was always constantly holding shit. No, you
1: you didn't have to go through that crap, right?
2: Nah.
0: You
1: just. <laughs> I did drill in boot camp. You did, and you were yeah. done. I'm done with that. Went to the fleet and just started blowing shit up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you didn't get to blow anything shit any shit up, did you?
2: Uh, well, when I, when I got out, when I left. Oh, that's when uh, you started blowing stuff up. When you got out, when, when I got went to my infantry battalion. Did <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> I didn't get to blow anything up.
1: <laughs> anyway, going out to the field doing these exactly. Yep.
0: Really? Mm.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: he you, you know, you kept us going tonight. Oh, crap, man. Yeah. drinking, you get any more beer? You need any beer? Mm. You good? Mm-hmm. I, I know we wanted to touch base on what's happening today with with uh, with um with Afghanistan real quick and I know we t- we talked about it a uh, little bit in the last podcast huh, James about uh you know Veterans now, or even active duty, thinking, "What the hell did I? What the hell we just do? You know, we spent twenty years there. You know, what a waste of time. You know, and and I thought about it, and I don't know how you guys feel about it, but yeah, you, you think okay, it was a waste of time, kind of like the Vietnam waste of time. I was like, you know, you know, I I just don't want to, I don't want to feel like it was a waste of time, and I really don't want our veterans to think it was a waste of time. Like they died in vain.
2: You know? Yeah, right.
0: But then you think about it, you know, for twenty years, you know we put on our our Facebook was like, well, you know, they kept us, you know, the States pretty much, you know, no terrorists came over, you know, right. the last 20 years, you know, the, you know, they kind of, at least the, the females, they, they kind of experienced a lot of freedoms that they never had before, you, you know, I mean, with us being there for 20 years. So it wasn't so much of a waste of time that I kind of thought about, you know, as I thought the first time. So I, I'm kind of fear, you know, what, what James, what your you thought about the whole being over there for 20 years? And then, you know, getting pulled out. Now, now I want, I'm want. i glad we kind of pulled out. You know, I don't, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of glad we pulled out. You know, I, I felt like it's not our job to, to police the
1: world. I don't think it's our job to police the world. You know? Uh, some countries don't want democracy. They, they, they have their own way of life. They have their own history. It's, who knows? Uh, you know? But yeah. I don't think it was a waste of time. I think we did some good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think we should be over there forever. You 20 know? years is enough, don't you think? It, it, I just think the way you things know? played out, how um, we were... I,
0: I, yeah, agree. That, that, I agree. That that was a shock where it was like 11 days and we lost everything, or they lost everything back to the t- Taliban. Yeah. That was a shock. I mean, I mean, can you blame the U.S. for that? I don't, I don't think so.
2: Well, no, because you, you got to think about back in 2001 we initially went in there. The whole goal was to go in there and go after one guy. Mm-hmm. And to get rid of Al Qaeda, that right. was the whole goal. Right. Now, eventually, the whole implementing a democratic government started. I mean, there's yeah. a whole bunch of other components to it, but sure. but eventually, that implement, implementing a democratic government in a country that's never even had that type of government can be can be extremely difficult. Yeah, and I think the U.S. we need to go back to the drawing board if we're going to do something like that in the future. And we need to go back to the drawing board and decide how we're going to be able to do that in certain situations. Because it can work in some places in Iraq, which we're still to see if that's going to fully right. be effective. Right. Or we need to go change it and, and, and think about how we're going to go about doing that if we even want to implement that. I think naturally, me naturally, I think that those countries will eventually, people will eventually overthrow a government like we seen okay. with, the, with the Arab Spring and everything back in the right. uh, early 2011s, 12s, or yeah. whatever. I think that'll eventually naturally happen with the people. Really? That's what I think. Oh. Um, because eventually the people will have the power to that. Um, and whoever is whoever's in charge of that, that dictator or that government at that time will eventually crumble to that point. Because they're, cause they're losing out economically. They're not using their people effectively. Right. Um, and their population effectively within those locations. Yeah. And I feel that that's... I think that's a natural process through the whole Mm. thing. So yes, everything that's going on right now, I'm not, I don't like, obviously. No. And I don't want the American people, especially veterans thinking that we did, we went over there and and now we're, we didn't get anything out of it. Right. We went over there, we did a job and we did what we were supposed to do.
0: Yeah, And and I think as as more of this happens and more as we digest and more we we see, and and I think like you said, that the veterans are, are standing behind, um, what we've done, you know, and what has happened, mm-hmm. they understand. Look, you did your job. Exactly. You know, it's not it's not your fault that their government crumbled within eleven days and their military crumbled mm-hmm. within eleven days. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. You guys did what you had to do. Yeah, which you know,
1: the goal was to get uh, um, Bin Laden, Bin Laden, and the other one was to get Saddam. Right, right. Both accomplished. Yeah, and the,
2: instilling that democratic government was kind of like a secondary that at the time we American people weren't even thinking about. Because we were like, let's go in there, kill this guy, and be done with it. Get out right. of there. But it just came, ended up being like collateral damage, I think. Yeah. And, um, I, I, but you I, also got to think about when we went to Afghanistan, and that's that started taking off. Then Iraq started taking off a couple of years later. Right. You're, you're talking a lot of resources and funds that are being funneled over to Iraq instead of Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. So, you, I mean, that's something, too, that the U.S. needs to start looking at as far as, okay, if we're going to venture into some areas in the future, then we need to focus on the, that area and focus on that wholeheartedly instead of spread loading it in different areas. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that's those are those are some things that I've just thought about yeah. recently, especially with what what has happened.
0: Yeah. And and to me, I hate, you know, it might not be popular, but why the hell are we got to change somebody's country? Why are we got to change their government? If that's the way they if, they if it's a Muslim country and that's the way they did things for for hundreds of years, what is our business changing their country? You know what I mean? And it might be a bad thing to say, but Come on, man. Let's uh, take I'm care sorry. of us first. I, you know? I understand
1: what you're saying. I respect but, that. And I just mm-hmm. think politicians, businesses. Oh, Change the them, money. Media. Chase the yeah. damn money. Whatever's in their best interest. Fix our
0: F- issues first, right?
1: There's <laughs> a lot of issues. Well,
2: yeah. and, and I think with this, I think we're starting to see. I used to be a history teacher. So I'm seeing, you see the ebbs yeah. and flows of different things. Right. And with this, especially this happening, I think we might go into a little bit of an isolationism type of attitude sure as an american people especially with covid and then yeah. obviously with this we might look at it as okay why are we spending all of these expenses on things overseas that are not really affecting us right and at the time early 2000s yes it was affecting us because of the terrorism and everything else absolutely afghanistan was hoarding tons of different types of uh um terrorist groups including al-qaeda right. who we were going after but that right. that has changed yeah mm-hmm. and i'm not saying the taliban are coming in and it's going to be a whole different country but they might implement a different type of than what they were doing before that was more oppressive at the time. Yeah. And now it's, it, maybe it might be different. Now, now they have all the, our the people,
0: leftover uh, helicopters and. Well,
2: the people are used to a certain standard over the past 20 years yeah. that Western countries have been coming in and implementing. Right. So the people are used to that. Right. If the Taliban come in all heavy fisted, like they were previously, right. they're going to get pushback and they're going to get, it's going to end up being the civil war, just because the, the citizens and everything else are not going to put up with that.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I know a lot of our, our break, break, you know, refugees going to different countries, mm-hmm. Turkey and Pakistan, and you know, trying to get to America, and, and that's another thing that you think about. Is like you know, we had a lot of translators work for us, mm-hmm. but yet they were left behind.
2: That's what I'm, those are the people I'm so, worried about. So, right. so
0: if we ever decide to go and do this type of thing, and you want to get translators, well, why would I want to do that? You just left the last translators t- high and dry. Yeah, you didn't take care of them. So why would I want to work with you? Mm-hmm. That's a thing you, you got to look at too and you worry about. You right. know, so
2: and, that, and I, that's and that's thinking that that collateral damage at the end of, of uh, we have an initiative we'll go to do something, but there's a whole bunch of other areas that we haven't you know. even thought of that eventually will be on our plate. Yeah, we go in there for one guy. Next thing you know, we have a whole country that we have to try to prop up. And why? Why do we got to do it? <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> why Why is it our job, you know? Keep our men and women safe but back at home. We
2: did what we were supposed to do. Yeah, we did. As, as a country and as a military, we, we did what we were supposed to do when we went in there. Yeah, I agree. We were supposed to train and help them to develop their own military and and, and, and take care of their business and within their own country. Right. And unfortunately, you can't instill what we already have as Americans as far as no. like, just the, the, the motivation and pride that we have as Americans and how we even train our own, our own military. You can't instill that in another group of people that have, that have never had it. Before. No, ex- yeah, no. It, and, and, and it,
0: it takes, it takes, um, you, you know, you would have fourth or fifth generation Americans come in, you know what I mean? And, and they could say they're patriotic, but I'm telling you, you get a, uh, someone that comes from another country, an immigrant, who is first and second generation, I swear they have more patriotism towards the United States than that fourth or fifth. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? And it's it's a, it's amazing that, it, you know, we're lucky in America, you know, for our freedoms. And like you said, now in this country, you know, we've been there for 20 years, and they don't understand the types of freedoms or we're able to, to live in the United States and have that. You know, like you said, they, how, how do you instill that with them unless they fight for it themselves? You, you have right? an
2: entire generation there that were born in 2001, they're 20 years old now, yeah. 20, 21 years old. And they've only known the Western way or not. I'm not going to say the Western way, but sure. the new type of Afghanistan way. Right. During their entire lifetime. Now you're going to have a group of Taliban that comes in. And if they do a complete switch of what they did previously. Right. Like I said, I I think there's going to be pushback. There's going to be massive pushback. you already seen it with protests and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, and, and I
0: hope so. You, you know what I mean? It just. It's just going to, it's, uh,
2: <laughs> I, I like to sit back and, and watch it and, and analyze it and try to go from there because history repeats itself just in a different form. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Just in a different form. And Afghanistan has a, a deep history of starting all the way back. I mean, you had the, the English back in the middle 1800s. Yeah. Trying to occupy and then you have the Russians, Russians? in the 70s and 80s. That's right. I mean. It, that was, the, that was their Vietnam.
3: hmm
0: Exactly. When they were there. Mm-hmm. Then we had to step in. Yep. So you're all right over there, James? Yeah, I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. And I do
1: want to, uh, you know, how Jason and uh, his wife brought up the red T-shirts. Yes. Putting our logo. Okay. Yeah. Um, I got one of my friends that uh, cuts hair at a local shop salon. Okay. And we were just. Salon. Yeah. I, I don't know. Why don't you just say Barbara? No, she works at a salon. salon it, it, it's, okay. it's, it's a salon. It's, it's a female. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Then. So, if we do get these shirts printed with our logo,
0: I think it's a wonderful idea.
1: She said that she would love to have them in her shop. Really? Someone buys them and whatever money they get.
0: So, we just got to get Jason to buy them for us.
1: Or however.
2: <laughs> I would go in there and buy it. I don't even have any hair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, like, like you were saying, Whatever uh, proceeds proceeds we yeah. get, we can you know give to for the homeless veterans. I, I,
0: um, you know, I've contacted three different organizations and none of them are con- getting back with me. I, I just don't get it. I'm like, we got money and we want to give it to this organization for homeless vets. Why right. don't you call me back? You know what I mean? So, I, I'm still I, I'm still waiting to hear back well, from them. I mean,
1: yeah. we other organizations. Yeah,
0: like I said, I, I contacted two or three and or just three. just waiting to get hear back from them. Or I just or gotta,
1: or, or if they don't. They yeah. gaff you off. We'll, we'll, well, there, there, there's there's other... There are. There, there are. I know, we can, I know make, it. Re- we at can least, make it happen. Yeah.
2: I know the Marine Corps recruiters, are at least on the north side of Lakeland, I can talk to them see if they know any organizations that will actually reach out. Okay. Right. With the rugby yeah. team, we do every year, we do a, uh, um, like, Toys for Tots event. Right. We all wear these goofy elephants. <laughs> and, uh, you, you, that,
0: that is an event that <clears throat> you have to come out for. It's a lot right. of fun. It, it, you know... <clears throat> We we've had a dude come out there wearing a dress. Yes, it, it, you know what I mean, it's right? And it's we just it's just the team playing against each other, right? And it's, it's for fun, and we all bring two three toys, and like Dave said, you know, being a you know Marine, he's always hooked us up with uh, toys for tots with, through the Marine Corps. And through the Army. Marine okay. Corps. So we we have the rugby match, and then after that, we we donate uh, the, the toys the we collected to uh, Toys for Tots. It's a great organization. Yeah, yeah we need Toys it. for Tots.
1: Um, keep in contact. So if, if absolutely if they don't follow through, then yeah, we you know, can, we can we'll donate. Find... Absolutely. So mm-hmm. where is this salon? Right there, uh, Main Street in Bartow. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Look at you! I just got to get the shirts and the logo. <clears throat> yeah, we got to figure that out. You already got the logo, man.
0: We, yeah, we got the we logo. We got the logo. We got to get set. the red shirts. <laughs> we got to get the red shirts.
2: You do the red shirt on Friday. Do I? Yeah. No. 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 I'm in a middle school, so I have to do. It. Yeah. I'm wearing a middle school shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you're you're a part of leadership at a school? So yeah, you, you gotta support that. <laughs> yeah,
0: we, we we try. to. we try to do the red shirt on
1: Friday? Yeah. You know, yeah. It, sometimes it doesn't work out, but you know, the thoughts there absolutely mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Especially with you know, I've I've got a friend that I went to school with. Um, her son joined the army, and he's on his way to Afghanistan. I guess you know part of that five thousand yeah support group of, yeah. Support so she's you know, you know a little. Scared. Yeah. You know, like any mom would. Mm-hmm. So just keep him in your 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 prayers and all the service members going over there. Absolutely. So, just Yeah.
2: I'm interested. To see, to I'm interested to see what happens from here on out with everything over there. You and me both. Yeah. 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 So I hope we don't go
0: back. <laughs> anyway. Well, geez, Jason, how long have we been going at this? I, I think Whoa, this is our so longest bad. one we got. Yes. Oh man. So <laughs> that was pretty long. Um, I, I know James. It was like a like 150 out there for you today. Yeah. So you've been drinking a ton of water. Water. Are you gonna want to do a chug tonight? No. Dave, are you gonna want to do a chug? I'm up for it. Let's do it. All right. So I guess um, <laughs> Dave and I will. We'll do a chug. I'll, I'll watch what, this one. Yeah. I. You know what? What, what? what do you got over there? What is it? <clears throat> I got I got a pint. You got a pint going. A pint, a pint of what? I got a pint of IPA.
2: Oh, okay. Right.
0: What you got? A pint of that. That uh, yeah. hot dog water, half mile oh. I don't even have enough. Well, let, let me let me get down to your level.
2: Okay. Is this
3: even, even a pint? We got?
0: No, that ain't even a pint. We we look about good there. It looks even. it looks even. It looks even. You oh. want to stand up? Or you want to sit down? Wait, you all right. Sit? Hey, we usually stand up. Hey, we want to sit down. I'll sit down. Hey, let's sit up. Let's stand up. Oh, all right.
2: <laughs> all right yeah, let's, sit, let's sit down. Let's do it that way. All right, we'll
0: sit down. All right. There you go. Hey,
2: what tap? No, tap, just, just bam. Oh, just bam. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Cheers.
1: They're chugging. Oh, Dave's got this. And the Marines with another win. Semper
0: Fi.
2: Semper damn. fi. damn it. <laughs> that happens. You try when hard.
0: You try hard. That's what happens when you haven't been <laughs> a so month amazing. and a half without drinking a freaking beer.
2: Or damn. breathing. Or breathing.
0: Yeah. So we need to get that chug board out. Chug board. And you can put a sticker. sticker on.
2: Yep, That's what I'm talking about. The sticker. It. Damn, that sucks. You need to get some more Air Force guys on here, though. I don't know any Air Force up. guys.
3: <laughs> I, I just
2: don't freaking Marines. It doesn't make any sense. How are we the, the few and the proud, but yet majority of us out Hey, I'll come, come through you. this door. <laughs> they used to not be
1: like that. No. No. When I got out. No. You would run into a fellow Marine like. Hardly ever. Hardly ever. You get, no. you get a shit ton of Army guys. Yeah. A lot of Navy guys. Really? Yeah. I don't know too many Navy guys. I know a few, but yeah, I, I, it's
0: all been mar- damn Marines. Because you got a couple buddies that want to come on, they're Marines
1: too, yes, right? Yes, I just got to get get with them to make sure. <laughs> hey, you know how life is. Got to work yeah. and work. Just you know, late. It.
2: Oh, yeah, it's part of it. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, Dave, I appreciate you beating me in the chug. I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate you coming and you sharing yeah. your stories. They're great. I'm sure you got a ton more boot camp stories that you could come back and. Oh, I, pass can, along. I can
2: give you that and deployment theories, too. So. <laughs> yeah. We got
1: to, you know, get us a schedule of <laughs> reoccurring guests. Yes, yes, absolutely. We got to get Leo's. Le- Le- yep, Leo,
0: Leo's. Leo's ready to come back, I think. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we do appreciate everybody listening. Um, appreciate you. the MCN.
1: And we'll keep them updated on the shirts. Good. Maybe if, it, you know, we can, if we get it rolling, they can maybe... Go on the Facebook page and yeah, you know
0: yeah. we need we need to put uh, get like Jason said we need to get a shirt with with a pair of uh go faster go stuff. faster <laughs> yeah go fa- <laughs> definitely
2: I'll tell you one thing what you guys have going here it helps the military guys a lot I'll tell you that because being able to listen to it and reflect on the stories that we had in the past and everything like that it's well, that's it definitely, good it definitely wakes you up you know because it because when you're out for a bit I mean I've been out for thirteen years now yeah. Uh Thirteen, something like that. Jesus, yeah, you're getting 13, old, dude. Jesus Christ, you're an old boy now. <laughs> Thirteen, like you forget some of the things that you went through or what do you experienced and stuff like that. Sometimes, and so when you listen to you guys and hearing about your guys' stories, it makes you makes you think about what you went through individually. Yeah, and it's like, ah, oh, all right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and it's those, funny because when those we, old days, yeah. When we you do have oh, like yeah. guys
0: like you come in, you, you you sit there and you listen. You're like,
1: oh shit, I did something like that too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I had a
0: great story about that. Exactly, or
1: or. Rings that were in after me, you know the whole yeah. crucible thing. When I was talking to Wes about that, yeah. I remember seeing it being set up different stations, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah, we we didn't have that.
2: Yeah, here here in your stories about the Marine Corps, what you experience and stuff like that? It's in in what I experienced. And then like when I talked to my dad, if I ever get my dad up here, you guys can do
0: that one? Absolutely, he was back in
2: like eighty <clears> one or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we 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 like
0: eighty one. He's 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 an old, young guy. <laughs> old, young guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We, we appreciate you guys listening. Um, check us out in the Facebooks and Instagrams. Instagrams. That damn the check grams. killed me. The Grams.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Semper
1: five Marines.
2: Semper five.